Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Alcova Mortgage is here for good. We are locally owned, value great communication, and are committed to our Covington community. Call Alcova Mortgage Covington at 540-962-7152 or visit alcovahighlands.com to get in touch for your mortgage lending needs. Alcova Mortgage, NMLS ID 40508, NMLSConsumerAccess.org, equal housing lender. Terms and conditions apply. All loans subject to credit approval. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. If you know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amar Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out today to listen to the latest episode from the show. Uh, today's episode, man, you see the title, Rondé Barber. Who's in the Hall of Fame, NFL Hall of Fame? We're going to appreciate Rondé Barber, man, and we're going to bring up some more questions in this not-so-long podcast episode. I, w- I want to keep it like 15 to 20 minutes, but I could go over time as I start rambling. Uh, before we get started, salute to the sponsor, salute to Able Insurance for all your insurance needs, home, business, auto, life insurance, the great people at Able Insurance. Also, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your Favorite sports contests and events were first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information. From live in-game betting, props, and futures, head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Bet online where the game starts. So, first, oh, before we get started in this podcast, man, I got to get a major salute, man. Hold on. We can't be just talking to air. Let's get some instrumental going on right now. There we go. We get a nice little instrumental. Set the mood. Little Nas Escobar right there in the background. Salute to my man Kihei Clark, man. Oh crap, I cut it off. Hold on. There we go. Salute to my man Kihei Clark. I cut it off again. <laughs> anyway, six hundred and eighty-four assists in his UVA career and counting. It's more than that now. Is it more than that now? When I that I made this? How they? No. They ain't played since since that happened. Uh, but he's number one all time on the assist list, um, taking down John Crotty's great record that was up for many, many years and decades, 683. Um, Jeff Jones was third. And the thing that surprised me, my man Don O'Han is now six with 529. And when Don O'Han left this university, 
I believe he was third all the time because Sean came out to him and then London came next. So everybody always say Don O'Han was a gunner, but he was third all the time in assists. So he was doing some passing. Shout out to my man, Don O'Han, man. Suit to my guy. Suit to my guy, Kihei Clark, too, bro. Kihei, they be, they be, anytime something go wrong, man, Kihei is like the blame. It's the blame Kihei, you know. But salute to the men's basketball team as well, man. I see y'all doing y'all thing. Number six in the country right now. Salute, salute. Salute to the women's side as well. We almost beat Duke. Came up close. Um, I know we got some key injuries to our women's program, but I can't wait until next year as well because we got Olivia coming in. We got Mo coming in. So shout out to Coach. Coach Mox, man, and what she's doing with the women's program. Salute to her. Uh, So let's jump right into it, man. If you don't know, Rondé Barber is now going to be inducted to the NFL Hall of Fame. That's dope. The class of 2023 includes UVA's own Rondé Barber. And we know he has a twin brother, Tiki. Um, So Rondé, man, just appreciating him. He was a Super Bowl champion while he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, played with the Bucs from 1997 until 2012 this man played for the Bucks my entire UVA career and my entire AFL career because I stopped playing after 2012 season in the AFL so that's dope right there man that's dope he was a third round pick in the 1997 draft I believe Tiki was a second round pick in that same draft um and and here's what I like to say. I always use Rondé as a teaching tool when people always say, like, do we have speed in the secondary? If you look at Rondé Barber's 40-yard dash, he ran a 4.68. I'm going to say that again. Rondé Barber at 5'9 and 3 eighths ran a 4.68. A 4.68 in the 40. But he just knew how to, he had great footwork. He studied film. He knew how to anticipate. He knew how to pattern read. He was legit. I mean, even at UVA, after he registered, he was first team all ACC the next three seasons. Having eight interceptions his registered freshman year, then four interceptions, then three interceptions. He was freshman of the year after the 1994 season at UVA. But again, he was all first team all ACC. In the three seasons in which he played at UVA after his very short year. NFL stats, man, for his career, 1,251 tackles, 28 sacks, 197 pass deflections, 47 interceptions. Hey, Ronda, I think, hey, man, we might, I mean, I know I ain't, I ain't playing the NFL, but I think that was my total. In the AFL, interceptions. Ain't that something, Rondé? That's what's up, man. Um, What else I wanted to say? What else was I looking at that I found to be like, oh, my bad. That's an ad playing in my background. Um, It is a fun stat about Rondé, though, for his career that I wanted to point out. Yeah, so... Rondé is one of um, two individuals 
to be in the 40-20 club. That's 40 interceptions and 20-plus quarterback sacks. Charles Woodson is the other defensive back to do that. He's the only member of the 45-25 club. That's 45 interceptions or 45-plus interceptions and 25-plus quarterback stats. Sacks. I said stats. I mean... Rondé did it all, man. You know, play outside in that Tampa too. Then he switched the nickel back and started playing in the nickel position. Um, that's covering the slot guy. Uh, like I said, just a knack for just being around the football. He was a three-time first-team All-Pro. That was in 2001, 2004, and 2005. He was two-time second-team All-Pro. That was in 2002 and 2006. He was a five-time Pro Bowler, 2001, and then 2004 through 2006, and then 2008. Led the NFL in interceptions in 2001. I think he had 10 that year. And uh, he was the NFL's 2000s All-Decade team. He was a co-leader in interceptions. He's in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ring of honor. Um, And his jersey here at UVA is also uh, retired. He has the NFL record most consecutive starts by a defensive back, 215, 224 if you're including the playoffs. So, you know, looking at Rondé, man, I got to thinking, right? Like, so Rondé's going in the Hall of Fame, and I was happy that he was, he's being inducted because I've been saying, you know, since day one, I felt like he was a Hall of Famer for all that he did overall in his totality at the position. As we know today, interceptions aren't the biggest barometer when it comes to a defensive back. Yes, interceptions can get you on the map and get people to pay attention to you. But if you're consistent in your ability to cover, uh, eliminate receptions and eliminate touchdowns, you know, in today's day and age, you're going to get praise. Uh, but you you need that one season of a lot of interceptions that really put you on a map, unless you come in with a lot of fanfare. Uh, 2001 was his breakout season. That's the season he had 24 pass breakups and 10 interceptions. That's the that's the season where I was like, okay, this dude legit. The very next year, he had 20 pass offenses, just two interceptions. And then he had a drop off in 2003, but he picked it up the next five years with just his ability to get his hands on the football. But uh, 2001, he was a first-team All-Pro. And then 2002, he was a second-team All-Pro. Uh, so it kind of correlates with with his numbers because 2003, just six pass breakups. He wasn't All-Pro that year. But 2004, 13 pass breakups, he made All-Pro again. Then 20 pass breakups the year after that, which is five interceptions, he made first-team All-Pro. So it's all about getting your hands on the football, and he did that. He even did that in his third season in 1999. We had 18 pass defenses. So um, just having a knack of being around the football and then just sacking the quarterback. Even the second year, he had three sacks. 2000, he had five-and-a-half sacks as a defensive back. So for his career, he has 197 pass defenses. Get your hands on the football. But I started thinking, man, like with Rondé going into the Hall of Fame, what other who's do you guys feel will probably get in 
or do you think deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Like, let's go to his brother Tiki. You know, you look at Tiki, Tiki got really good numbers. He has 10,000 yards rushing for his career. And let me see if I can look at something right quick. Um, NFL all-time rushing leaders. Because I know with the 10,000-yard threshold, I want to see how many players have 10,000 rushing yards for their career that's not in the Hall of Fame. So right now, if I just started at the 10,000 threshold, so at 31 all-time right now is Ricky Williams, who has 10,009 rushing yards. Um, Otis Anderson, 10,273 rushing yards. Marshawn Lynch, then Eddie Brown. I mean, Eddie George. Right over Eddie George is Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber has 10,449 yards rushing. Tiki was a three-time Pro Bowler, and he was a one-time All-Pro. He's in the Giants' ring of honor, but will he get into the Hall of Fame? In his career, he had one, two, three, four, five, six, um, six seasons of a thousand yards. He never led the NFL in rushing yards for a season. Um, that 2005 year, he had 357 carries, 1,860 yards. And nine touchdowns. He also had 54 catches for 530 yards. So he has 10,449 yards rushing. And then 5,183 yards receiving. He holds at least 22 Giants franchise records. So do you think Tiki will get into the Hall of Fame? Because ironically, if you look right above Tiki Barber in the all-time rushing list, that's another University of Virginia great, and that's Thomas Jones, who has 10,591 yards rushing in his career. Will Thomas Jones get into the Hall of Fame? So let me go back and just look at the 10,000 threshold. So O.J. Simpson has 11,239 yards rushing. He's in the Hall of Fame. But if I look at other the other guys that's in the 10,000, none of those guys are in the Hall of Fame. Joe Perry has 9,723 yards. Earl Campbell, 9,407 yards. Um, I know uh, Terrell Davis doesn't have a lot of career rushing yards. We know his was like a three, four-year run, and it was out, it was absolutely ridiculous, that, that run he had. But he's in the Hall of Fame, but... It seems like as a you know for running backs, Corey Dillon's not in. He has eleven thousand. Lashawn McCoy has eleven thousand. He's not in. Ward Dunn is right under eleven thousand. He's not in. Fred Taylor has eleven thousand six ninety five. Stephen Jackson has eleven thousand. He's not in. But after Fred Taylor, you got Thurman Thomas that's in with twelve thousand. Frank. Franco Harris, 12,000. Marcus Allen, 12,000. Edron James, 12,000. Marshall Falk, 12,000. Jim Brown, 12,000. So it seems like now the threshold for running backs to get in, unless you do something to where the committee sees that, you know, your career might have been cut short or things like that, 
seems like the 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 cutoff is twelve thousand yards, with the exception of John Riggins and OJ Simpson and Terrell Davis and Joe Perry, Earl Campbell, Jim Taylor, you know, the older guys. Frank Gore has sixteen thousand yards. I'm pretty sure he'll get in. Adrian Peterson, fourteen thousand, he'll get in. Those are only two guys that have at least twelve thousand. Well, yeah, at least twelve thousand all-time yards that's not in as of today when I recorded this. What's another Wahoo? Uh, I was talking to Herman Moore. Go listen to the Lockdown podcast with Tony Covington and myself on Locker Room Access. Uh, Herman Moore was lobbying with his his position, you know, to to be into the Hall of Fame, and I kind of agree with him. I do. Now I know when it comes to receivers, it's a little different. Like, is there a threshold when it comes to receivers? Let's look at receiving yards. See where Herman Moore stacks up. Because there's a lot that go with it, but a lot of times we look at yards. Let's look at receiving yards right quick. You know the the goat Jerry Rice is up there, but see, it's a lot of it's a lot of receivers who have a lot of yards that aren't in the Hall of Fame, and Herman played like nine seasons. Well, played more than nine. Played twelve, twelve seasons, but you know when you look at his stats, it's almost like he only played. Really nine. Because his rookie year and then 2001 and then the season with the Giants was was just one game in 2002. Uh, But Herman had a then NFL record 123 yards receiving. The thing that jumped out to me about Herman, and it it had me looking at like Calvin Johnson because I know Calvin Johnson got in. What's Calvin Johnson numbers? Oh, Calvin Johnson got 11,000 yards for his career, 83 touchdowns. Calvin was a three-time All-Pro and one-time second-team All-Pro. Now, now look at this. This is interesting. So, Calvin Johnson, he was a three-time first-team All-Pro. He was a second-team All-Pro. So he was he made the all pro team four times from 2010 to 2013. He made the all pro team. He's a six time Pro Bowler. And then he led the NFL in receiving yards in 2011, 2012. He led the NFL in receptions in 2012. Then he led the uh, NFL in receiving touchdowns. He was a co leader in 2008. And he, we, we know the NFL record uh, most receiving yards in the season. 1964, then more consecutive, most consecutive 100 yard receiving games, eight. So Calvin was all pro four times. Now, I'm gonna, this is gonna surprise you about Herman. Now, listen to Herman. Both Herman and Calvin Johnson were three time first team all pros. Think about that. Herman Moore was three. Uh, a three-time first-team All-Pro. That's what Chris Carter in the league and and 
host of other guys that we know. I, you know, he was either sharing it with Jerry Rice, but a lot of people don't know. From 94 to 97, so in 1994, Herman was second team. And then from 1995 to 1997, he was first team All-Pro. Herman was a two-time NFL receptions leader. He was a four-time Pro Bowler. I think Calvin was a six-time Pro Bowler. Calvin has more yards, more receptions, more yards, and more receiving touchdowns than Herman Moore. But I always want to know, like, aren't you, like, we're measured by, like, those type of teams that you make, too, in my opinion. Like, making an all-pro team says a lot. That means you were top tier at your position that season. So Herman Moore is considered top tier in four of the seasons he played, four of the 12 seasons he played. So it'll be interesting to see if Herman Moore gets in. What's some other names y'all think about as far as Wahoos that could get into the Hall of Fame? I wonder if, like, will Heath Miller get consideration? Because we know Heath Miller got the the team of compliments that everybody look at. He's a world champion. I don't know if Heath Miller has the numbers because how the tight end position is changing. But he got two Super Bowls. He made a Pro Bowl two times. He's in the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Honor. So I think the scale for tight ends are getting tougher because these guys are getting, you know, 1,000 yards at every clip. Look at the Travis Kelseys. Look at the Kettles. You look at those guys like, Heath Miller's career high in the season was 816 yards receiving, eight touchdowns. For his career, he has 6,569 yards receiving, eight, uh, 592 receptions, 45 touchdowns for his career. I think for, for tight ends, it's a little tough because that position just be changing. I mean, you look at Tony Gonzalez, he's six all time in receiving yards. Period. Not just his position. He's six all. It's a like Jerry Rice is the goat of receivers. If Tony Gonzalez ain't your goat of tight end, how are you measuring tight end? Because this dude got so like he like Jerry Rice. Like Jerry Rice got twenty two thousand receiving yards. That's crazy. Twenty two thousand. Larry Fitzgerald second with seventeen thousand four hundred ninety two. He got twenty two thousand receiving yards. Tony Gonzalez has five, I mean, 15,000 receiving yards as a tight end. Who's the next? Where, where's the next tight end? Let me see. Jason Witten got 13,000. A lot of people don't get Jason Witten his flowers for playing tight end. What's the next tight end after that? Antonio Gates got 11,000. What's the next tight end? I be I might be missing a tight end because they named on Joe. Travis Kelsey got well. Travis Kelsey got ten thousand yards right now for his career. Travis Kelsey probably got. Let me see how many years he didn't play. Travis like he could play about four five more years. He thirty three. I get Travis Kelsey like three more high level seasons at thirty three if he take care of his body. 
Travis has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight 1,000-yard seasons for a tight end. This year was his career high, 1,338 yards, 12 touchdowns, 110 catches. He had a career year once Tariq Hill left. But some people say Travis Kelsey is the greatest tight end ever. It's crazy that the Chiefs basically got two of the greatest tight ends ever. Um, some other Wahoos y'all feel like? Leave in the comment section, man. I'm going to share this on the Sabre. Shout out to my man Chris Wright at the Sabre. In the comment section, let me know who you think the next Wahoo will that will be into the Hall of Fame or who has a case. I can see the case for Herman Moore for sure, man. Uh, with Tiki and, and Thomas, like I lobby for them. But just seeing that trend, it's like you need eleven to 12,000 yards receiving. But nobody realized that both of them Wahoos got over 10,000 yards receiving. That's a great feat right there, bro, when you think about it. 10,000 yards rushing. Thomas and Tiki are number 26 and number 27 all time, respectfully, in the NFL. Yes, both of those Wahoos. 26 and 27 all time a top 30 in rushing so that's all i got for y'all man make sure y'all subscribe to the ball hawk show podcast exclusively on believe network uh make sure you leave feedback on itunes it's also available on spotify this episode was brought to you by bet online use that promo code believe 50 man and you know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you. You can't do what you set the mind out to do. Again, man, salute to Kihei Clark, man. Kihei, you are one of the greatest point guards in this program's history. You have one of the most polarizing assists in this program history that passed the dear Kite. Um, and hopefully, man, your jersey should be in the Raptors, man. Number one all-time in assists. That's a major category. Retire that man jersey, put it up in the Raptors, man. Because I'm a big fan of Kihei Clark, man. Salute to you, brother. Y'all be easy, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.